Thank you, Bridge Church. Wow. Every week's amazing. And we're so glad that you've joined us today. Hope you enjoyed that worship time. Now it's time for the Word. You know, in our series on Faith Moves Our Spiritual Health this month, we've, we've done some incredible things in reaching further because we want you to be spiritually healthy. Our scripture verse that I'm using today comes from James chapter 5, verses 15 and 16. But I want to just use the very ending of that. That's been our theme verse for the month. I want to just use the very ending of that for today. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So I want you to sit back and I want you to hear what the Lord has given me today in helping us to understand how our spiritual authority comes from being spiritually healthy. And I want you to listen to this message, understanding that God has a word for you today. In the last few weeks, if you have not listened, I'm going to need you to go back and listen to those messages. I don't have time today to go through and highlight everything that was taught to you in the previous three weeks. But I do want to highlight for just a moment last week's message on the prophecy of Ezekiel on the dry bones. The dry bones in this prophecy were coming back to life. That your spiritual condition can change to the positive no matter how bad it may seem, even if it seems like it's dead in you've been put to rest in the valley and the bones have decayed and they've dried up. Now we're talking spiritually now, spiritually talking, spiritually thinking helps you to understand what the word of God says about your spiritual health. So this month, we have tried to position you so that you understand that your spiritual health comes from things you do. It's just like your physical health comes from things you do. Well, your spiritual health comes from things you do. So you've got to do some things in order to get spiritually healthy. Today, I want to move in a fast forward direction. And assume that you know in order to grow spiritually, you need to do some things like I just said a moment ago, you've got to do some things. And simply put there, read the word and study the word and pray and fellowship with the believers. Now, I know that was a fast way and a fast forward of saying those things that are a whole lot more entailed than just those few words. But I want you to listen to those few words and say, well, if I pray and if I read the word and if I study and if I fellowship believe with other believers, then I know that this is going to propel me into spiritual health. I had a friend in a message last week that I thought it was well spoken. That if you want to be successful and victorious in your life, in your spiritual life. And you're going to have to do more than know John 3, 16 
in Psalm 23. Well, that was so well put. And I've used that this week to try to highlight that sometimes we think, well, if we know a verse or two, then that's just going to help us. I'm talking about moving deeper. I'm talking about moving forward. I'm talking about reaching higher. Because maybe in the position that you've been in, spiritually speaking, that you've gotten involved in this COVID-19 and you've become so stationary, mask wearing, conscious sensitive to everything going around that you have stagnated yourself from progressing with Christ. And I think that it's so important that we never stagnate ourselves. You know, situations have a way of setting us back and and obstacles have a way of stopping us or pausing us. But I want you to know there's not a situation, nor is there an obstacle too difficult for God to see you through that thing. We talked about that last week. It didn't matter how difficult the situation was. God was able to see those individuals that I mentioned all the way through to the rest of the story. It didn't happen and just end with the miracle that God gave. It was the rest of the life. See, God is setting you up for a journey for heaven so that he can spend eternity with you. And I can tell you that your spiritual health will help get you there. And with your, if you're spiritually healthy, then you will understand your spiritual authority. Today, I want to talk to you about that. Your spiritual authority in Christ. You know, a lot of times we get confused on the subject of authority. And my first two points today are I'm going to just kind of fly through them because I want to spend more time on the concept that I want to communicate very clearly to you today is spiritual authority. But in our world, there are other authority. Not all authority is good authority, but here's two that I want to present to you in my point one and my point two before I get to my spiritual authority. Romans chapter 13, verse number one says, let everyone be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Now there's a second verse to that and you can read that later, but I want you to know there is government authority and God has set that up. And what it means is we need to obey the laws of the land. So if you understand that, you don't have any problem with obeying the laws. That's the first type of authority I wanna to talk to you about. The second, one is comes from Hebrews chapter 13, verse number 17. Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who have to give an account. So the leader, the pastor has to give an account on your behalf. Do this so that their work will be a joy not a burden for that would be of no benefit to you. So our second area of authority is those that God has called 
into your life as pastors. They have been given a spiritual authority over you. That that's is so important that you understand, first of all, it's biblical. Second, it is a God-given authority to pastors. And pastors, like myself, we take that very serious. When, when I look at the congregation, whether it's the online congregation or the congregation here in Rome, I do not say, oh, this is an easy little thing. I am responsible for the spiritual wellness of all that is watching, all that is listening. That is a big responsibility. So I take that responsibility serious and it's, and through this scripture, it is saying for you as the individual to make sure you understand that God has given the spiritual authority to your pastor to help you. And don't burden them so that it will be of joy for you. It'll make it easier for you if you understand that God has put them in that position to help you. So with those two understandings, the government authority and the spiritual authority here on earth that are given from God called pastors, I want us to go to that Luke's gospel, chapter 10, verse number 19. It says, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Now, to me, that's a, a, a word from the Lord. Yes, it was from Jesus himself to the disciples, but he was trying to make a statement. He was trying to say that I'm going to talk to you right now, guys, about your spiritual authority. I have given you authority. So Jesus, who is the authoritarian, the one that has the ability to give it and the authority to give it, is giving to you, his disciples, his followers, the authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy, nothing, say it with me, nothing, nothing will harm you. Now, you may say, well, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Snakes and scorpions. Well, let me, let me break that down a little bit for you. He's talking about the attacks of the enemy and the schemes and the tricks that the devil throws your way. Remember, the enemy has come to destroy in any way possible. But Christ has come to give life and it more abundantly. That's John 10.10 10, that says the thief, we're talking about the enemy, has come. Not but to steal and to kill and destroy. He's come. <laughs> Not just do one of those things, but all those things. He has a desire, a plan, a schedule to keep you defeated. But Jesus has come to give you life. And it more abundantly. 
So if you're going to understand spiritual authority, then you're going to have to understand that Satan has only one purpose. And that God is giving you the authority to defeat the purpose of the enemy. That's why I think it's so much easier for us to understand 1 John 4, 4. You, dear children, that's all of you that's listening right now, are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one that's in the world. So Jesus is saying, listen, the one that's in you is greater than the enemy. That's understanding the basis of spiritual authority. So what we're saying is God's greater than the enemy. God is greater than the devil. Are you getting this? Because you've got to understand the, the basis for it. The, the platform that God is giving to you, the believer, the authority. You can't just say, well, I have spiritual authority. You've got to understand where the authority comes from. It doesn't come from man. It comes from God Himself. It says, I'm giving to you this authority. So let's look at that scripture again. In Luke chapter 10, verse number 19. I have given you... Jesus speaking now, authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. You see, in your research of this scripture, most theologians will tell you and believe with you that this is a direct correspondence to Psalm 91 verse 13. This chapter of Luke and the specific verse of verse number 19, chapter 10, verse 19, is in a direct correlation to Psalm 91, verse 13, which says, You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample on the great lion and the serpent. You say, wow. You say, Pastor, why do you bring that to our attention? Because when you get the very root cause of why God wants you to have this authority is because the attack of the enemy is going to come your way. And you've got to understand he's given you the authority to trample it, keep it under your feet, so that as you're walking, you are defeating the attacks and the snares and the and the serpent and the lion and the ad, you understand what I'm saying? Everything that comes against you. You know, when you think about that and think about the understanding of that, it will give you a perfect confidence that the God that's in you is greater than the devils and the demons that surround you. Because nothing can separate you from the love of God. So if you are a follower of Christ, you are a believer of Jesus Christ, then you understand that this authority, I'm calling the word spiritual authority, has been given to you. Wow. And if this authority has been given to you, then you can do what the scripture is saying you can do. Now, when I was going through one of the most difficult times in my life, a tumor was in my head. The doctors had aborted the surgery to take the tumor out of my head. 
said, we don't know what we're going to do. I had radiation done on my head and I was in a bed. And I was going through a difficult time because I was bedridden. And I turned on Psalm 91. And I had them program it so it just kept repeating. Didn't stop. 91. 91. They'd come in the room and my wife or somebody would say, don't you want to change it? Don't you want to? No, I want it. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. And it would go for hours and hours. I'd fall asleep with that going. Well, I felt that when I was through this journey and God had literally reached in my head and taken the tumor out of my head, that the doctors now in Detroit, Michigan have documented that this was a miracle. I look back now that many years ago, and it's not been that many. I look back and say, wow, Psalm 91 was God's way of saying to me that if I use what I know, then the authority that has been given to me will come to pass. So I felt today that in this message on spiritual authority, I should read to you Psalm 91. The, the way that I received it is I pray that those of you that may be going through that dry bone experience, some of you that may be going through a difficult season spiritually in your life, or maybe for some of you that have gotten stagnant and you've kind of leveled off to a position, I'm saying that as the authority through the Word of God has now into your heart and your spirit, which I'll read to you in a moment, I'll believe with you that God is going to raise you up. God is going to bring life back into you. God is going to raise you up on another level. So listen to the Word of the Lord. Psalm 91, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High. will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare. There's that word again. And from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers. Under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. There's that again. It will not harm you. It will not come near you. Wow. You will observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. Let me tell you, the devil is defeated. We just don't get that. He's already been defeated. When Jesus came off that cross and they put him in the tomb, the Bible says he went down to the region of the dam. He went down to where the devil's territory is. And he took back the keys of death, hell, and the grave and defeated him. Put him under our feet forever. Now, if you will get that in your spiritual mind and your spirit, I can tell you that you'll walk on the you'll walk on the serpents. No deadly thing will harm you. 
You will know that the pestilence, though it may come against you, you will defeat that. I'm telling you. See, if you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling, there's the key. No harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. There that is again from Luke. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you, to guard you in all your ways. They will lift up their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. And you will tread on the lion. There it is. And the cobra. You will trample on the great lion and the serpent. We're not talking about the physical lion or the physical serpent. We're talking about the spiritual lion and the spiritual serpent that's come to kill, destroy, defeat you. You're going to trample on it. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Wow. See, you are valuable to God. Now that chapter has been an overriding chapter in my life. Because not only do I believe physically it brought me through, but I believe spiritually it brought me through. And when I, there are difficult seasons or times in my life, I run back to this portion of Scripture and say, Lord, help me remember that you're ready to defeat it in my mind. See, it's what happens spiritually. Our mind gets kind of confused because the snares and the attacks of the enemy come your way. But God is raising up a standard to defeat any attack, any imaging, anything that's going to come to try to defeat you. I want you to know again, you are valuable and precious to God. He has given you the authority. He's giving it to you to defeat any enemy that comes your way. Or that tries to stop you on your journey to heaven. See, you are somebody. <laughs> Quit letting people tell you you're not valuable. You are valuable to God. You are somebody in Christ Jesus. You are redeemed. You are joint heirs with Jesus Christ. You have been adopted into the family of God. You are the child of God. You are the friend of God. His blood flows through your veins. Hallelujah. He wants you to understand you get to carry His seal. You get to have His power. You get to receive the Holy Spirit. And if you understand this, you understand spiritual authority. You say, Pastor, that was a good word. Well, I want you to know it's more than just a good word. It's words to live by. Today, as we conclude this time together, I want you to understand that next week when I finish this series, I want you to know that it's time to put spiritual authority into action.
Don't just get a hold of it in your spirit that you understand how valuable you are to God and God's given you this authority. But it's so that when you're in the battle, you understand how to fight. That's called dominion authority. That means you have authority over all of it. And you are so valuable to God that God is going to go with you in the fire. God is going to go with you through the desert. God is going to show up in the valley of the dry bones. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. And that authority will come on you and you will march like you've never marched before. You will Speak like you've never spoke before. And the power and the anointing of God. You talk about spiritual health. This is spiritual health. Not that you know how to read a verse or two in the Bible. That is good. But you need to do more than read a verse or two in the Bible. There comes a position in your life. That you understand that God has given you this authority for a reason. Spiritual authority is given to you for a reason. So you don't want to miss next week. I'm telling you that God has given me a word for us. So that as we finish this series out, and then from this, we're going right into a month of prayer. Wow. How God has orchestrated these series that God gave to Pastor Jen and I last, Oct uh, last August. It's amazing how the time of all this has worked out. So these words are coming from the Lord. And I want you to know today, you may be in that position where, like last week, the, the, the bones seem to be dead or the spiritual condition seems to be stagnant or you feel like the enemy has wreaked havoc in your mind. Today, it's the day to stand up. Today, it's the day to say the prayer that says, I believe. That the authority that's been invested to me has been given to me for a reason. So I want to say some prayers with you as I conclude this time. I want to first say the prayer. Maybe you're listening, maybe for the first time or the, you know, a few times you've listened, but you've really not committed your life to Christ. Today's that day. Today's that day for you to say, I'm going to follow Christ. If he cares so much about me, then I want to follow that God. So say this first prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. Take away all my sins from this day forward for the rest of my life. I will live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, I will stop doing because you just changed my life. And I thank you, Lord, for answering this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you've just said that prayer with me, there are people there online with you that you can go and have some more prayer. You can talk to them for just a moment online. And they will encourage you and, and get you logged in to uh, know what you do next. What happens now that you've given your life to Christ? Well, there's some people there that want to help you and assist you. So don't just turn the thing off. Keep going. Keep going a little bit further today. But this second prayer is for those of you that are trying to get a hold of this spiritual authority. You, you, maybe you're a new believer in Christ and you're just starting the journey in the last number of months. Or maybe you've been in this journey for a little while, but things have gotten you down. 
I want you to understand that this message that God gave me for today so that we as the church can be stronger than we've ever been. God is helping us to not be conformed of this world, but to be transformed. <laughs> if we are transformed, we are renewed. Our minds renewed, our spirit is renewed. And when that happens, we take on a whole new countenance. So Lord, today, help my brothers and sisters. Help them to realize who they are in you. Help them to understand they are valuable. Help them to understand you created them and have a plan for their life. And there is a reason that you're giving them this spiritual authority. Help them to use it. Help them to walk in a confidence and a knowledge that you are with them and for them. Help them, oh God, I pray, as they walk through this week to understand that you are not leaving them. You are with them and you're going to protect them. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for joining us this week. I want you to share this with some friends. Please mark like on the Facebook side and the YouTube live. Send it on all the other platforms that we use. But the world needs to hear these kind of messages. So today I appoint you as one of God's ambassadors to get this word out to the world. You know, God wants us. He wants us to feel like we're overcomers and to believe that we're overcomers. Not just feel it, but believe it so that we act like it. So set your friends up and talk to them this week that next week you don't want to miss the message on our spiritual authority series on spiritual health. Thank you for praying with us and online people and all our people here in Rome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all your prayers. Thank you for your financial support. Wow, the work of the Lord is continuing. There's ways right there that you can give online and, and help the work. Help the work keep going. We, we feed those that need feeding physically. We provide all kinds of means and measures for them to keep going. And, and, and you know, the church is going forward here in Rome. And thank you for partnering with us. And, and I bless you today in the name of the Father, name of the Son, and name of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. See you next week.